Hey guys, welcome to You Got This, The Journey. I'm your host, Shannon Andrus. I'm on a journey right now to become the absolute best version of me. I want to find ways that I can improve mentally, physically, and spiritually. So every week, I'm going to open up about my journey and talk about tips and tricks of what's working for me and what's not working for me. I'll also be interviewing guests who will share their stories too. Together, we will inspire one another to become the absolute best versions of ourselves. So join me every week on this journey. And remember, you got this. Journeyers, what is up? It's Shannon. In case you forgot who the voice is behind the mic, it's me. It's your host, Shannon Andrus, and welcome to another episode of You Got This, The Journey. I feel like I am coming to you today with an apology to start. Actually, no, fuck that. I'm not apologizing. (laughs) Here's the thing. I felt badly about the last conversation that we had on my last podcast episode, but I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not. It was instinctual for me to sit here and apologize because it's typically, you know, what we do. I mean, if I could count the amount of times that I say I'm sorry for literally everything that I do in life, uh, oh my gosh, it'd be insane. But it just, I don't know, it's one of those things where I feel like I, I had to apologize, but I'm not going to. I was going through a sad time. I'm not going to apologize for the emotions that I felt or the way that I showed up in last week's podcast episode, but I will say it was a bit uncomfy for me. I will say that. I I typically don't come on here, you guys, when I'm not feeling my absolute best. And last week's intro was like no other. So if you missed it, it was the intro before the interview that I did with my friend Becky. And unfortunately... We lost somebody in my family last week, and it just was a very, very heavy week. And I was grieving that loss and going through a lot, but then also there was just a lot of stuff happening to people that I love who were going through heavy shit as well, where it just felt like, this is freaking heavy, man. And I just was down. I was feeling down. And so I came on the mic. I was not my bubbly self. And I hate to be this way, but it almost was like a chore. You know, I love talking to you guys and I love connecting with all of you, but I just had to record that interview. And I just, not not the interview, the intro, but I just wanted to come on there and just be real with you guys. I didn't want to wait until the perfect moment because I kind of felt like that. Should I wait until I'm feeling a bit better and a bit more composed? But I thought, you know what? No, life is not that. Life is not picture perfect. And I don't want to be the person that puts out this fake facade of this like perfect lifestyle where no bad shit happens. I mean, especially for somebody who's a mental health advocate and is talking about like anxiety and depression, you know, I can't come on here like, hi, and this week was fantastic and great. Like, no, there's going to be some tough weeks. And so that was why I wanted to come on last week, because I want you to know that it is not always perfect. That is typically when I do decide to come on the microphone, though, or when I do decide to post, because when I'm going through those dark phases, you know, like when I'm not feeling my best, I don't want to put in work. I don't want to socialize. I don't want to be bothered. You know, I either want to have a little pity party or do some self-care, but I'm not looking to come onto a microphone and just, just chat with everybody, you know? So unfortunately, typically I do come on when things are going the best and I'm not always the best at showing that, that side of me when things are hard. But also I'd like to keep that private. Like, Do I think it's great how on social media we can be vulnerable and some people show up literally when they're like sobbing after 
therapy. Sure. You know, it's great that we can show each other those emotions and we can be open about what we're going through to maybe help somebody else. But for me, I don't want to do that because that's not going to help me at all. And I'm not going to put aside my mental health just to, to, to put something out there that would only help others and not me. You know, I have to make sure I'm taking care of myself as well. And I think that would be damaging. It's a part of me that I want to keep personal and private. And I don't think I need to share those times. So point is, I never really show up when I'm going through that hard shit. But last week, I kind of did in that intro and it felt yucky. I really debated not even posting it. I debated taking it down the second it came out. Like it, it just didn't sit well with me. But I'm here this week and things are a lot better. And that is actually the focus of today's solo podcast episode is what I decide to do when I need to cope with tragedies or or hard things going in life. Like what is the steps that I take that I think have been helpful? And, you know, last week I was talking about how sometimes we have to be like, shaken to our core, you know, to, to take action and do things because those moments that shake us help us realize what's important. And so I want to talk about the steps I take after I've been shooken, shaken, <laughs> shake it up, baby. Uh, <laughs> after that, well, you know, what steps I take, because I'm hoping that you don't have to get to that point, that you don't have to be, you know, shaken, to, to do what's important in life. So I'm hoping that in today's mini podcast episode, that's going to help you to find that. And who knows if it'll be a mini. You guys know I just like love talking to you and I go on tangents. So, you know, it may not be a mini episode. I tried that once and it ended up being an hour solo <laughs> podcast episode. All right, you guys. So let's dive right into it. So, you know, here's the thing. I was talking about this with my therapist. When tragedies happen and you know, I, especially when it comes to death, whether it's somebody that I've lost or I see somebody else go through a loss, it hits me really freaking hard. And I know that the word empath can be thrown around and be like super cheesy for a lot of people, but then also a lot of people get it. And I am like proud to say I am a total empath. Like the sensitivity that I feel for others is unreal. Like I think that was the hardest part about this loss that I experienced last week. Like I love this person so much and it was so hard to go through. Like I'm really going to miss them. It was so hard for my family. But honestly, what was like the hardest part of it all for me was I was just thinking about the people that had a stronger relationship with this person who are going to be suffering, you know, and you think about life and, and what they won't have. And, and for me, that's where the emotions sit so, so heavy with me is like, oh my gosh, like, like nobody knew the last time they'd be together or nobody knew, you know, the last conversation that they'd have. And they're thinking of all these things in life that are going to happen that this person won't be a part of. And I know I said I wouldn't have today's episode be sad, but I just have to preface this by saying that is where the emotion is so hard for me is thinking of the people who are grieving. And I take on that, you know, empath in me of, of feeling that. And even my therapist said, she's like, I think you struggle so so badly with death because you are an empath and you really struggle with what somebody else is grieving when they're going through this, in addition to the own grief that you are experiencing. So what could I do with that, right? That was that was why I had to figure out was like, what can I do as a lesson from being shaken to the core? And for me, I had to prioritize and really spend time with the people that I love. You know, I am here on this earth and I do have a lot of people here on this earth with me. And so it would be foolish of me to sit back and maybe watch Bravo TV like I've been doing a lot 
and not take advantage of the opportunities I have to be with those around me. And so that's what I did this week. So I'm going to talk about some of the things I did with the different relationships in my life. And maybe that'll spark uh, an idea for you to, to spend time with the people around you, you know? So first thing I'm going to talk about is, of course, the love of my life, my fiance, future hubby, Kyle. I wanted to make sure that we had some time together because I think that, you know, like we we spend every day together. We live together, right? But I want to really do something special, maybe a little bit outside the box for us and just really enjoy that we're both here and we both get to still experience and enjoy our love every single day together. So I was going, (laughs) I was going to make a reservation at our favorite Italian restaurant. It is so good here. It is BYOB. I I think that might be a New Jersey only thing, BYOBs, but we freaking love BYOBs. (laughs) And I really want to bring that restaurant to our home because it's sometimes hard to make reservations there. We're kind of sick of spending so much money when we go out. I was like, why don't I make it like our home here? So I told him 730, you need to be dressed and ready for this dinner reservation we have. Mind you, I am not really good at acting in front of him. Like I like could not help but show my smile. So he knew (laughs) that I was doing some cheesy crap here, but it was so much fun. I went and got all these ingredients. I found a new recipe on Pinterest. You guys know that cooking is my therapy. And I found a new recipe that I could try for us that would fit with the theme of the night. And I picked an appetizer, a dessert I was going to make, and then got our kitchen ready. I had some Italian music playing. I had They have bruschetta at this Italian restaurant sitting on the table. When you get there, it's like included in your meal. So I had I replicated that, had a bottle of wine poured, candles. We had the music. It was so much fun. And then we had our Caesar salad. I made this spicy hot pepper sausage gnocchi in a cream sauce. Oh my gosh. Actually, I think I'm going to get those ingredients and make it again this week. It's not diet friendly for sure, but it was good. And we had such a nice evening. And can I tell you what was special about this? And this is why I think, you know, if you're looking for a date night, this would be good to try. It's like if me and Kyle typically are just chilling at home and having dinner, we're not getting dressed up the same way we do when we go out to a restaurant or feeling like, you know, we get to just sit back and relax. But by just getting dressed up and changing like the vibe of the home with like the music and everything, it felt like we had an excellent like date night out, but in the comfort of our home. And it was fun. And it was just us and our animals. And we were able to talk and hear one another. And it was fantastic. So I recommend it. Or if you're not cooking, like if you're not into that, I get it. Some people are like, I don't know how you like cooking. It's stressful to me. I don't enjoy it. I hate it. I'm sweating. I clean up like whatever it is. Then then pick up something to go, but just set it up in your home to where you feel like, you know, you're being served and it's just like a nice night out you know, but it was so special. We had a great time and I felt like it was something different. Like I think, you know, it's easy to fall into the old patterns of same restaurants or same nights that you do things. And last year, you guys know I did the date night episode. It was so fun to like prioritize date night and try something new every time, but I haven't done that in a while. And so tonight was tonight. That night was a lot of fun doing that. So highly recommend. So I was with Kyle. Then with my friends, I have my really close group of girlfriends. And as you guys heard me talk about in my birthday episode, I've been having this anxiety about like, 
where life's heading for all of us. You know, we're all going to be entering different phases of life to where I don't think our friendship will end or that, you know, we're going to stop being friends. But I do think it won't be as easy as it is now. You know, we won't have the flexibility to just get up and do things as easily as we've done before because new responsibilities are coming on. We could all be going to different locations. And so I really wanted to treat this year as prioritizing that friendship. And that's exactly what I did this week. I took a day off of work. And so did my girlfriends. We decided to commit to taking a day off together and just spending time together. We went to the beach, this like beach bar and restaurant, and we had a full day, all of us together. And you know what's special about it is like, we prioritized our friendship that day. Not that we don't any other day, but it really was like, all right, we're taking this time off together and just us nobody else, just this group getting together and hanging out with one another. And I loved it. Like we had a blast. We had great conversations catching up with one another. And it's things like that, that it's not that hard to do, but how many times do you make the excuses not to? Like you don't want to take a PTO day or you think, ah, we have the whole summer to go to the beach. Like we don't have to do it then. You know, it was like, no, we put our foot down and we decided that we were going to spend that time together. And it made me so happy. I mean, I love it. And, and I, I continue to do that a lot throughout the week with different friendships where I was like, all right, like if anyone asked me to do anything, instead of me getting tired and lazy after a long work day or feeling like, you know, I don't want to do it, I'm, I'm going to say yes to everything. And it was a week of saying yes to friendship and saying yes to the opportunities that came up to spend time with people. I mean, perfect example. And this is something I feel like some of you might be able to relate with. I had a group of friends that were going out into this town, Asbury, they were going to this like club for the night and we were all going to go out and like listen to music, have drinks, have fun. Typically, typically I would say no to a night out to like a, a club or I would be pretty hesitant about it because I don't know if it's with like everything that's just happened in the world with, um, uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, I hate to bring this up, but like the, like shootings and, uh, bombings that have happened at concerts. I just get scared of public places. I don't feel comfortable. I feel like they are, for lack of a better term, a perfect target. And my anxiety flares up. I start to think of the worst case scenario and it makes me altogether just want to completely avoid the situation. But I decided I wasn't going to do that because I'm not going to let these things, these, these people who literally want us to live in fear, I'm not going to allow them to get that satisfaction, right? I am going to push through my fears, live my life and enjoy something different with friends, you know? And so I did. Was my anxiety a bit high at moments? For sure. But I did what I had to do to, to not let that take over. And actually it wasn't even like I was forcing myself to have, like I had a great time and this anxiety wasn't holding me back. But my point is I said yes to things that I typically would probably jump to saying no to. And that was a lot of fun. Now, the other thing that I did was just a ton, a ton of family pool time. Like now it comes down to the family part. Kyle and I spent a ton of quality time with my family, his family, everybody all together. And it was fantastic. Everybody outside, not in front of a TV screen, enjoying the warm weather, the company of one another, celebrating. And a very special moment happened. Kyle asked his brother to be his best man. And that was just so fantastic. It was like a little bit of a little bit of wedding excitement getting thrown into the mix here. And we all just like love spending time with one another, you know, and and family, especially 
you know, you, you never know what's, you know, going to happen as everybody gets older. And so it's so nice just having this time together with everybody. And we have so much fun, you know, and it's just great that we're all so close and able to get together so much right now, you know? And so this week was a ton of that, but that, that is my point of the conversation today is that, I really prioritized relationships, friendships, and family to help me cope with the loss of somebody who's no longer here. The way that I cope with not having somebody here in my life is to embrace and prioritize the people that I do have here in my life. And I want to continue to do that. And I think I'm going to really try my best. And I want all of you to try and do this too, is to think about this, you know, when I'm in those moments of feeling lazy or, you know, anxious and maybe trying to avoid something like finding the way to say yes and prioritize it because I don't want to ever be at a place where I sit back and go, oh my gosh, I wish I, I had done that with them. Or, you know, we, we had spent that time together because now we can't. I feel like it's like, even though today's conversation was supposed to be like happy and fun, there's a bit of like grimness to it. I don't know. But if you really want to feel like this, like feel good, like life's amazing feeling, and it kind of ties into what I was just talking about, I really think you should watch the show. This is us. (laughs) Now I finished that this week, which also uh, maybe helped or maybe uh, could have hurt if you think of it that way, my emotions, because that show you are crying up a storm. But what the show does, and I think this is like something beautiful that we couldn't all take into consideration when tragedies happen too, is that like when sometimes life is ending or it feels like everything's falling apart, you know, unknowingly to us, something else is beginning, thriving and continuing and life will continue. You know, that's like the, the hard thing that we all have to face is that we think that time should stop or that this tragedy is everything, but around us, there's still so much beautiful stuff happening. And that's what I like about that show is it shows you the bits that you don't realize. And it's almost that everything happens for a reason thing where you see the way the story comes together. And that's what we don't realize in life is like, we're sitting there in the thick of the story, not knowing why anything is happening or where anything's going to go. And then when you see the full picture of it, it all makes sense. And I just find that so beautiful about that show. And it really helps me to feel hopeful and happy and finding the beauty in a lot of things in life. It's just seeing that, that storytelling of everything come together, you know? So I hope that that helps you guys. And I hope that you know, you feel inspired to prioritize a relationship. Let's actually do an activity right now. I want you to do this with me. I know this, whatever, like just do it guys. You don't have to tell me, you don't have to write to me unless you want to, you can always reach out to me on Instagram, but let's do this activity right now. I want you to take a moment. You could close your eyes and just listen to my voice, my, my raspy voice from all the fun I had this week. This is proof y'all. This is proof of the fun I had, but sit back and I want you to close your eyes And I want you to think of somebody in your life that means a lot to you, somebody who you really, really care about. And if more than one person comes up, that's okay. Don't fight that image in your head of whoever's coming through. If it's one person, if it's three piece, three piece and three three people. Okay. Back to seriousness. Okay. So whoever you have in your head, I want you to think of them and the relationship and how important they are to you. You got them? I want you to think right now of what the perfect day would be with them. What is your idea of the perfect day where the two of you are smiling, happy, 
and truly spending quality time together. You got it? Okay. Right now, either pause this podcast episode or make a note that you will do this immediately after finishing today's episode to reach out to that person and plan it. If it's you and your mom going to this ice cream shop you used to go to all the time when you were kids, call them up and pick a day to do it. Pick a day, get on the calendar and do it. If it's getting your nails done with a friend or going for a walk at the park with your dog, prioritize it. Stop putting it on the back burner because it's okay, but we all do it. And I think we need to stop, you know? Ah, journeyers, I am so happy that I decided to get on the mic today. I was almost been taking a week off because I I had no structure for today and I didn't ask you guys for questions, which is very unlike me. So um, I'm really happy that I decided to get on today and speak with you because this was fun to talk about with you guys. And a little bit of wedding update stuff because I know you guys have been enjoying this part of my journey. And I did share, make sure you go over to my Instagram page. It's at you got this underscore the journey. Again, that's at you got this underscore the journey. But I finally posted some of our engagement photos because I promised you guys that I would share those but it really was hard for me to pick them out. And I also felt strange posting them with everything that was happening last week. I just needed to kind of take a step back from social media, but I posted them and you guys got checking them out. Um, we had so much fun. I told you guys how much I loved that. And now it's on to the fun save the date ordering, which gosh, this shit is so expensive and I don't know. There's so many options. How many pictures? If you want to be freaking magnet, a coaster, a freaking paper, I don't know. That's There's a lot going there. But as always, if you guys have any questions on the wedding updates and you want me to send you more, I will let you know. But that's where we're at. And I want you guys to see them. Ask me questions. Let me know what you think. I love, love, love talking about all this exciting, exciting stuff with you guys. All right, you guys, that's it for today's little mini podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did because I really (laughs) had a great time. But I have a quote for us today to close us out. And I think it really really goes with the theme of today's podcast episode. Here it is. And in the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. I absolutely love that quote. It's that idea of quality over quantity, you know, and let's be honest, no time is guaranteed for us or the people that we love. So it's not how much time we have, but it's what we do with our life within the time that we get, you know? All right, my journeyers. Well, send me your questions if you have them on any topics or anything wedding related or anything you just want to know about me. I am here for it. But with that, we are going to close out today's episode and I will see you next week for another episode of You Got This, The Journey. But until then, say it with me, you guys. I feel like you've heard this outro so many times. Always remember through every high, every low, every positive, every negative, every up, every down, whatever it may be, always remember you got this.